0: Our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognar the Young, the young Grognar, kicking it to you live with another episode of the Beckons of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure, the kings, and the quest, Gorgareth. In the last episode... Our rowdy group of adventurers had made their way back to Quarrydale into Enton, and they had spoken with the council of the staff, the the gnomes and the halflings there, the people in charge, talking about our strange block of metal, which happens to exist like Schrodinger's metal bar, both in the inventory and not in the inventory at any one time until we check it. We don't know. after finding out that there would be uh, a bit of complications trying to figure out how to make this piece of metal work to get the portal up and going so they can warn the immortals. What the heck is going on here? Uh, I guess our party was given an opportunity of time to help out the area. They found out about a bunch of bandits seemed like some easy work to be done. So our group, Uh, alongside Yggalath and Karakal took a small caravan of metal goods off to Dwarvish uh, lands and halfway through there got pulled aside by a strange man known only as Er Erlile to the group Uh, he armed with a small legion of bandits was able to pretty much hold up the uh, whole party on the side of the road. And after tense negotiations, it seems like we're about to roll initiative with nearly a hundred crossbows and weapons drawn on the party, as well as a strange and eccentric Erlisle, who seems to be face-to-face with clique on the side of the road. To one side of the road is... a. Uh, basically fields and flatlands with bushes and shrubs that were enough to hide people behind. And on the other side of the road is a thicket, a copse of trees, if you will, where people are able to hide in between and behind them enough to be able to take cover. So with this in mind, uh, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. But before we do that, uh, let's just announce where we are still. So Klika is near the copse of trees near Erlisle, last I recall. And the rest of the party, from what I knew, apart from Jarzak was hanging out with the carriage with yukalath in tow in the back uh and jarzak however was in the middle of the road with our friend the bandit who had apparently been faking something going on when the caravan first pulled over guy got scared fell down and sprained his wrist so he is in actual pain on the side of the road and jarzak's been trying to help him uh so i guess we're going to roll for initiative now after the tense negotiations seem to sour
2: Wait, so a hundred crossbows?
4: I thought it was like
3: 30. Mm, I don't know. If they, if it's exactly what i the Some people had to hold two.
1: Multiplying crossbows. Oh,
3: I think no. I got a 23 on initiative. Alright. Perlisle Al got a 19.
1: 16. Uh,
4: 14.
0: 13. Wait, did you say 13 and 14 or for, 13 and 13?
1: 13 and 14 for Norhill.
0: Okay, okay. Ooh, Norhill's gonna flex that he's got him beat. Take that, Anton, you slowpoke.
4: Well, he didn't want this fight. <laughs> he didn't want this.
0: <laughs> and Yid takes up the rear position here. Okay. Uh, and we'll just lump Caracol with uh Yig on that one. So, uh, as far as the last note went, everybody was riding on either pony or horse, except for Klika, who was riding on a dog. I would imagine at this point in time, nobody is currently on Steed, unless you wanted it to be on Steed. Klika had to have gotten off to go talk to that guy, and Jarzak had to get off as well. Yep. So, I guess it really comes down to Norhill and Anton, and Yggalath is not riding on Steed, and Karakal is still sitting on dog. So, Unless Norhill was
4: riding Anton shotgun. Anton still be on his horse.
1: Uh, is not trained for mounted combat, so as the conversation has been going on, he would have been like slowly getting off the horse.
0: Okay, because the conversation went on for a good bit of time. Are we going to say that you're off?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but okay, fair enough. It. Okay, and then Anton Anton's being defensive.
4: With... He's keeping the high ground.
0: <laughs> Until it gets shot, then he's just on the ground ground. Um <laughs> Oh, stupid. I apologize. Alright, so in that case, uh, <laughs> combat starts as soon as you see Erlisle beginning to pull something out of his uh, out of his uh, what's her name for? One of his belt pouches. Um, it seems like he's doing so in a threatening way, and everybody seems to be readying weapons from the tree line behind you. Uh, so what's Klikka going to do? Uh, it's
3: the middle of the day, right? Yep. Broad daylight. Okay. Uh, yeah, Klikka will make an attack on Erlisle. With what? Shadowblade.
0: Okay. So does she
3: just pull Shadow out of Nothingness and stab him? I believe I had it summoned last when I, after I Dimension Doored over I'm pretty sure I pulled out my Shadowblade okay. at some point because I have the spell slot spent for that and one for uh, Dimension door turns out none of us have a good memory and we
0: actually already have this combat I'm like that's weird there's a lot of spells missing and hp missing <laughs> huh. okay so bumpy ride over here uh, i think
5: first
3: though i am going to
0: do you're double checking how you can try to fuck me over with your uh, fancy schmancy combo there brother
3: Oh, uh, checking something Okay, so it is just a flat two. Okay, first I want to spend uh, two sorcery points uh, to quicken spell Fire Shield, which is a new spell for Klika. Um, what does it do? Give us the brief. It is going to create a uh, wispy flame wreath around my body for the duration. And it'll shed bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light 10 feet past that. Uh, It gives me resistance to cold damage, and anything that attacks me will take 2d8 fire damage. Oh, good. Well, fair enough. Is that your whole turn? No, that's just my bonus action. And then I will attack using Booming Blade on Erlisle.
5: Okay.
0: And the rest of the group of goons are about 15 feet behind him at the closest. But they're all pretty well clustered together.
3: And I crit. So this will be good. Very well.
0: What did you actually get for a die value, by the way? Not that I'm a caster.
3: Not that I could potentially duck this. i on my die value, or nat 20. Right, but what'd you get with the full calculated? A 28. Okay.
0: Just making sure.
3: Yeah. Pretty weak crit. Uh, only 34 damage. Okay, do. okay. And so, hold that stabbed
0: with the spooky blade there, and it was a booming blade, too.
3: Yeah. Also, Fury of the Small, too. So that's an extra eight. So 42 total.
0: I always pick to say that after I write in pen what I'm I'm writing
3: down. What what is this how you live your life? It's at the very bottom of all my turn action, so it's the last thing I check.
0: Very well. Well, he's stabbed very heartily, directly into the gut, and as this happens, you see him with whatever's in his hand. Uh, That's the end of your turn, though?
6: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that'll do it, I think. So I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw real quick. Oh, good. So Erlisle pulls from his belt pouch a strange...
3: Wait, what'd you get? I went from an actual one to a nat one. So, one. Oh, my God.
0: So he pulls out of his belt pouch uh, a strange-looking iron flask, and as he pulls it out, you look and see it detailed meticulously so from up close where you're standing, the flickering of the, the you know circle of fiery light here shining onto this thing. You can see what looked to be tormented faces carved into a small sized hand flask. And as he pulls it out, grabbing at his gut where you had stabbed him so effortlessly, he uncorks the top of it and he says, all right, listen here. He says, I try to be nice about this, but I guess this is the way we're going to have to do business. You're coming with me and a strange white wisp shoots out of the flask like a lightning bolt and strikes the middle of the road, just about five feet behind Jarzak. And what you see is probably one of the more terrifying sights that one could behold on this plane of existence, although it's not from this plane of existence. And instead, some strange mixture of like a xenomorph and a skeleton and some sort of winged wasp-like bug Comes erupting out of that white wisp of the ground, and towering at about near nine or ten feet is a giant, fiendish-looking beast with skin clung so tight to bone you would think it was just bones covering this beast, and every single inch of its body covered in daggerous little spikes, teeth all the way up to the top. This thing is a gaunt, devilish-looking creature with strange and again waspy-looking wings on it, and. All too suddenly, you realize, as the wings flap open real quick and retract, as if in the stretch, there is a gigantic scorpion tail hidden around its back that only flicks out for just one second. But with a barb that reaches out about as long as a short sword, I think Jarzak may be in more trouble than he knows Uh, as this this,
2: thing stands close to behind him. Does this look like it was a spell?
0: Nope. Okay. Cool. And so as he holds up the flask, he says, I'm not asking twice. And as he aims the flask in Klika's direction, she feels a strange sensation as her feet begin to dematerialize. And she begins to slowly descend lower to the ground as a small wispy stream goes flying up where her feet used to be into the flask. And before Klika knows it, she's alone in a dark chamber where it's perfectly room temperature. You don't need to breathe and you feel kind of okay as you hear a loud metal clink as the lid shuts.
5: And like that is
0: uh... Is the end of his turn
3: as he goes and runs into the tree line. Oh, no. I can get him with the booming blade damage.
0: Oh, yeah. He gets hit with the booming blade if he dies.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Could you imagine? Oh, <sighs>
4: God.
3: Could you imagine? <laughs> just kill him with booming blade. <laughs> just... Got seven damage on the Audi. That would be pretty funny. He looked very wounded. One might even say <laughs> bloodied.
0: Alright, so I guess next up is uh Jarzak.
6: Okay.
3: Should have cast blink instead of flame shield, <laughs> son of a gun. I... Right, you picked
0: the right one, don't worry. Okay. As soon as I heard you pick that, I was like. And then you're like, nat one wisdom saver. I'm like, yes. But then I'm like, now the party is without the one person who's like the OP damage dealer. And I'm like,
2: you guys got this. Oh, oh. Oh, don't worry, you definitely didn't scale the, you know, combat to his power.
0: <laughs> well, welcome to playing with the, uh, the, the heavy swinger and when she's got a sick day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure she'll be fine. This guy definitely doesn't have teleportation magic.
2: Okay, so this weird creature is, like, right on me? Yeah, it's pretty close to right behind you. Pretty close or, like, five feet? Uh, you got the five feet between you. You got the distance. Okay, so I can move without being attacked, right? Give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm gonna... I guess the guy I'll... with the sprained wrist holds his hand up to you to help him up. He has a look of terror on his face, too, as he sees what's being
0: <laughs> nope,
2: that was a bad trick. Pretty sure you're dead now, bud. And I'm going to use my bonus action to move the 30 feet towards uh, the guy who ran off into the woods.
0: If you use... Because uh, he was already about 15 feet and then he moved his full speed into the woods. So if you use 15 more feet of movement, you'll be in base contact. But you'll also be in base contact with the entire group of bandits within the trees.
2: Perfect. I get to him and I cast darkness on us.
0: Okay. So you run into the cops of trees. And as you hear tons of people readying weapons, you blanket darkness over you and him.
2: Yep. And I make sure I'm, not right on him and uh yeah because i don't i don't want to be too close to him okay i guess i'll position myself so he can't really run away more because i do have an additional 30 feet of movement so you said 15 would get to him so i can move like behind him so if he tries to run yeah. more sure and how,
0: how big is the radius on darkness is it 30 or 15
2: it is 15.
0: okay so that encircles quite a bit of the uh, swarm of bandits as well. So everybody looks especially pale and concerned right now. So, you know. Is Hard that guns. it for your turn, Jarzak?
2: I think. Because uh, I use my bonus action. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So
6: I'll, uh, I'll, now- hold it.
2: I'll take out my shield.
0: Very good. Um. So now it goes to Norhill.
1: Oh, for the love of... Uh, Anton, look out for the crossbowman. I'll make sure that that devil doesn't get anywhere. Uh, how far away is the creature that I don't know is a bone devil?
0: Fifteen feet from you. Yeah, I mean, if you want to roll for a religion check, if anybody's got that, you can know what yeah, it is. I'm going to do that.
2: Not
4: what, about,
6: what about
2: nature?
4: I don't think this is <laughs>
6: Oh, All right,
1: uh, so I am going to move toward the creature without dashing and uh, use the Helm of Steel brand to try to knock it over.
3: Okay,
0: good luck.
1: DC 14 strength save.
0: I'm sure this thing's actually a big old pushover.
6: 19 and what was the DC?
1: 14.
0: Okay. Okay, so it resists it, and you run right up to it and smack into it, and the thing just turns around.
1: All right, uh, does it appear to be wielding weapons?
4: It
0: is a weapon. Uh, no, <laughs> Come on. it's just got the uh, giant clawed hands there, but let's, uh, with the 19 on the religion check, this is very clearly a bone devil, which I guess that doesn't really seem to give you too much, you know, what you didn't know already, that it was a devil who has happened to be very bony Uh, but what you do know is these creatures are sort of the highest ranking of the lowest inside of right inside of hell there Um, and so it's I guess important to note that these guys are very cunning very calculating they are incredibly deadly with their stinger their claws and all that stuff But they, again, are still the highest of the low. So something like this being contained in a flask such as that is more believable than any other gigantic monstrosity. But for something like this that's so cunning and deceitful and so clever to be captured and held in such a way, somebody had to pull some sort of interesting moves uh, to do so. As far as what you know, a little bit more than that, uh, not only do they have dark vision like a, a very good dark vision they also can see through magical darkness perfectly fine and they also uh have resistance to a lot of magic and magical spells they also happen to have resistance to uh any non-magical weapons that aren't silvered and cold damage and they are absolutely immune to fire damage and poison well
1: luckily there wasn't so, planning on poisoning it poisoning it today.
0: <laughs> you're just like looking through all the damage resistances and you're like come on like come on like
1: <laughs> yeah you well uh, Norhill's gonna run up and try to smack it with his first attack
4: Wait, don't you have like that silver hammer or the um uh, or the
1: and my no magical hammer is magical so Fuck. uh is an 18 going to hit its armor class
0: are you gonna hate me when I say no
1: yes Come on,
0: let's use that full attack. Come on.
1: Less than that, so both attacks miss.
0: You know, when we joked about me TPKing the party on my birthday, I didn't mean it. I'm just saying this to to all gods of dice up there. I didn't mean it. It's like a bad TV show. You don't need to lie, Dan. You did mean it. (laughs) I'm just so sick of this fucking campaign. If I have to say that stupid intro ever again.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's going to be my turn for now.
0: Oh, Jesus. Welcome back to the TPK. It is I, Ragnar the Young. I've got things regretful. I
1: can do on not my turn. I just don't want to spend all of my resources in one go when this might be a long-haul fight.
0: True, true. Okay, well, Anton, uh, it's your turn.
4: Um, How much of the party is within 30 feet of me?
0: Uh, Norhill. Just Norhill? uh caracol and yid kalath are also within 30. okay
4: no i wanted to cast beacon of hope but i was hoping to get everybody
0: (laughs) i would also recommend that you think back to what norhill had also said
4: oh yeah go for the i mean i think the only other thing i could do at that point is like burn down the trees i could do it a multitude Mm of ways
0: don't forget, there are uh, there is at least one character amongst your party who's in that tr- same tree line who will also be burned by a fireball. That's fine. It's very dark <laughs> in there. I know you can't see him, but I promise you, he is in there. But on the other side of the road are the other giant gang, of the other giant swarm of them. Maybe I'll take
4: care of that other giant swarm first. I think I'll do My that.
0: Only, the only thing I'm going to say is that because it is a swarm of bandits and the fact that they're also kind of tight and clustered together, it's like throwing a grenade at a pile of them. So casting, like, Scorching Ray or whatever is not going to be the best bet if you're catching my drift.
4: Well, I was thinking Fireball. I think that'd be a better bet. Unless you don't think that'd be a
0: better bet. I mean, Fireball area effects are going to do double damage. Uh, double damage? Yeah. Right, it's not damage and a half of those, right? For vulnerability, oh, the
1: blocks. I don't think that fifth edition ever gets that granular. But it's one point five times, so just double. Yeah, this is the edition that tells you how to play without actually ever doing any math. So,
0: Anthony, I'm asking you a question, not for Saz. Is it double or not? I'm hoping. I, I don't. Go. I
1: don't actually know off the top of my head. I'm sorry.
0: I'll give you double for now.
2: Oh, so
1: what's it's, your point? It's Marty?
6: triple.
4: So I was just going to hit him with <laughs> a third level fireball. I think that's like my best bet right now.
6: Yeah,
4: okay. Yeah. Let me get that ready. One second. They have to save on a dex 15. I'm sure
0: they'll do that. I got an 11.
4: Okay. They're going to hurt really bad
0: so Uh, i guess from horsey bag you just wheel your horse seeing Norhill rush up to the bone devil and charge it the thing doesn't even waver and he swings at it a couple times smacking at its ribs and its body not seeming to do any damage to this thing as it looms over him and you turn to the side and see a a a moving group of the bandits sort of like kind of scurrying up their positions to surround the caravan and so i guess anton thinks it's best to uh show him the vengeance of the illuminator himself?
4: Uh, one second. Something went really wrong with him.
0: That segment of battle. April it's 20. tangible. I, I feel the intensity. What'd
4: you say? No, my, my stuff wasn't coming up. Like, what the fuck? One second, I'm sorry. Boy, how much damage is it? I'm trying to the 24. <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> no. and so uh, because the swarm of them are all kind of clustered in a group when you shoot that pea-sized little missile of flame out at them from the uh, heart of the lantern it swing. It just shoots directly off like a laser pointer at that group of them and just like a Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie, it just like nukes a patch of grass and some shrubs and they just immediately catch on fire and whole groups of the bandits in there are just screaming and running around in the flames uh, the group looks to have half-dissipated from this attack. So, is there anything else you wanted to do?
4: Mm, I don't really have any good bonus actions.
0: Um, I mean, the girls move.
4: Yeah, I think he'll... Oh, shit. Does it make a difference how I was casting that on a horse? Oh, I, I'm a... Claire, I'm a...
0: I don't know if that no. I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping that you'll just get off the horse at some point. You don't strike me as the kind of character that's like, you know what? I've never fought on horseback, but this seems like the fight to try. I imagine I think what Anton's Anton, like, going to do is going to get off the
4: horse, the horse and try to <laughs> smack it and urge it out of the area, just like run.
0: <laughs> you know, he will have gonna... a ride
4: home. No, nah, he wants to be safe. He's had too many horses die on him. He's going to head in the direction of the part of the road he just set on fire to really make sure it's cleared out.
0: Okay. I mean, it's on the side of the road, so you're going to go around the caravan onto the other side of it and face the bandit swarm coming your way? Yep.
1: So it says that none of the stat blocks for swarms say that they take any extra damage from anything. They just have resistance and immunities.
0: That's weird. I mean, it from everything I remember about it, that's usually kind of like the take. I, I don't know, Fifth edition always said that they get double from area effect, but um, I'm going to keep it that way just because I <clears throat> don't want to kill the party. Um, so with that in mind, now uh, at the end of Anton's turn, the bandits swarm on the side of the road uh, immediately rush up to attack Anton. Um, granted, again, they seem to be at about half strength. Uh, but I'm going to need, uh, Ronnie. Can you, can Anton give me a strength or dexterity check? I mean, a save, rather. I'm going
4: to do a strength. 13. What is that? 15. 13
0: okay so with that um when the swarm of bandits all of them wearing what i would say is probably nicer clothing and gear than you might expect from bandits especially like this big of a group of them like they almost look more like a trained militia than a group of bandits but as they rush up to you covered in soot and burn marks already their skin blistering and bubbling up they immediately try taking away your lantern and people with grubby grabbing hands just immediately start tugging and pulling at it and trying to pull you into like the swarm of them, and it's just a gang beatdown. They just start oh. swinging clubs and daggers at you. And so, with that, um, what's your armor class?
4: It is a 16.
0: You say 16? Yes. Oh boy. Okay. So, with that, um, you manage to get hit by a few of these guys swinging in at you, and you take. 13 points of damage as they start smacking you over the head and stabbing at you with odd ends of blades and hammers.
4: Um,
0: the other group of bandits, however, uh, now that Jarzak is there and in the pile in the hubbub, they run into the darkness, assuming they have some sort of strength in this whole situation with numbers on their side. Erlisle yells at them to not attack in the darkness, uh, but they do not listen, and instead... Uh, Are they just going to personal... attack
2: both of us? I didn't say that. Hmm. They definitely can't see who they're attacking.
6: They Same. just
0: immediately start swinging on the, the flask that Kalika is inside of. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Look, what? But it's, it's not good, though. Uh, so what's Jarzak's armor class? Uh, 16. Okay, so out of all the swinging weapons inside of there, the first round of them, completely miss you altogether the second group of them miss you as well so you are perfectly obscured in the darkness as they just swing yeah you almost had 10 d6s coming your way but that's okay we're not talking about that i didn't almost throw a fireball at you um but anyway so with that uh the bandits are pretty much done there and so now caracol uh rushes up over to norhill's side and starts yelling out to you as he pulls out his slingshot and he starts screaming out he says This is not a fight. I think we can win. He says, this thing is going to be immune to most of the things that you have with you. And he sees your lightning crackling hammer in hand. And he says, I take it back. I think we may have something of a chance. And so he just starts shooting slingshot bullets at this uh, bone devil in a way that it seems like it's more just pissing it off. Uh, Except one of the sling bullets actually hits him.
1: He's already doing better than I did.
0: Yeah, dealing half damage however uh, three points of damage and you so with that look halflings win with bravery not with technique. damage, is damage. wait what
1: damage is damage
5: yeah
0: perfect uh, Yig Calath, uh having stealth up to the top of the caravan and standing at the direct top of it hunched over begins to unleash a flurry of daggers from her sleeves. Assuming that Nora Hill mentioning that Anton had the ones on the side, she just climbs up on top and starts flinging them down at the bone devil as well. And so with that, with daggers coming up to her sleeves and she's just flicking them down, only one of them actually manages to hit its mark. And as the thing flies over and stabs into one of its wings, whisking through almost like through a screen door with a sickening crack snap in like a noise, Uh, it takes another very small nugget of damage. And that is the end of the round. Klika from the top is still contained within the flask. Uh, It smells kind of like uh, sulfur. Smells like something very awful lived in here for a long time, and you're just kind of sitting in there with the uh, tragedy of the stinky odor. Was there anything you wanted to do while
5: you are in there? Hmm.
3: no I guess I could press the digitation to make the smell better so I'll do that it's like look I'm not gonna die in a stinky
0: hole it smells like lavender just chamomile um, alright and so now it goes to Erlisle and Erlisle within the darkness um, tries stabbing in at Jarzag and he just says if you just let me go he said, I'll call off my men. I will take back the devil. I will do everything right. Okay.
6: Okay. okay. We'll,
0: let, we'll let you go then. I don't trust that for one second. He says this between swings at you in the perfect <laughs> darkness. And you can see him like looking like behind you and swinging before him with this brutal looking cookery. And so he, um yeah, he just says, he says, if you let me go and take her in the flask, I don't care what story you put out. I don't care what you say. I'll pay you any sum of money you need.
2: I, if, you, you know, know, that'd be great actually because she's been a real problem for me. Go ahead and roll deception. It's like I don't
0: have
3: to. Boom, boom, boom. has been a problem for Jarzak in some ways. <laughs> I, I mean, fair. <laughs> uh,
2: twenty-four. I'm just looking. I don't think I get any bonuses other than that. So 24.
0: You know, I don't feel good about rolling crits, but I like that this is where the crit lies and nothing to do with the bone devil. I'm very glad that this is where the crit happens because he just, like, in the darkness, you see him put hand on hip and he says, You think I'm stupid enough to believe that? And he swings again in the darkness at you. Yeah, I did. The two attacks. (laughs) The the two. What did you fucking say? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so from the darkness, uh, as you kind of deftly dodge aside, you bump into one of the bandits and he throws you off kilter and you get uh, swung out by the cookery and you take eight points of slashing damage. And so now on the other side of the battlefield, the bone devil uh, with wings kind of opening up just to let the tail out Norhill stares down what seems to be the uh, strange sword-like stinger on its tail, and as the beast flexes it around, you see a steaming green goo come leaking out of it ever so slightly, and the thing licks its lips, if it had any, and swings its tail down at you.
1: Oh, baby Jesus.
0: Um, Well, we didn't like Norhill, did we? Kind mean, of
1: a, was, it, was it a crit? No. All right. Uh, I'm going to use. Uh, was it still a hit? Uh, you're looking for a twenty.
0: Yeah, I think I, I hit.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to use my reaction to warding maneuver. Uh, so I'm going to okay. roll my d8. Is a twenty-five still going? To, is it still going to hit an AC twenty-five?
0: You know, when I tell you meets it, beats it, are you going to be mad or are you going to be happy that we stuck to our, our rules that we've defined?
1: I, I mean, I like consistent rules. Uh, that's definitely good. Uh, so right, I have You resistance. also rolled.
0: I mean, did you meet it and beat it or did I meet yours and beat yours?
1: So uh, th- this specifically modifies my AC. It's, it's sort of similar to yeah, yeah, my yeah. cash shield.
0: Look, I'm trying to help you out. I'm not trying to kill Lord hill but you get resistance. Uh, I have to resistance damage, against right?
1: all the damage.
2: Yeah.
0: So anyway, uh, the piercing damage, uh, you take a total of 14 points of piercing damage, and as you feel this thing steps uh, straight with, through... Uh, is
1: that with the resistance and uh, my heavy armor? Uh,
0: this is just piercing damage. I haven't done the poison yet.
1: All right, I'm just wondering if uh, that's accounting for the resistance that I just gained for warding maneuver. All right, so let's yeah, see. That's, that's that. four points of damage uh, after it's halved and then minus three. Very well. Okay. Well, here comes the poison. I guess I don't
0: feel so bad anymore. Um, and can you give me a uh, Constitution saving throw versus poisons? I, believe I that have means advantage good.
1: on that saving throw.
0: <laughs> I guess Morhill <laughs> found the one thing he's like, yes. It's like SpongeBob fighting Stanley Flats. <laughs> Just keeps punching him until he passes out.
1: Uh, is a twenty-three going to save?
0: Uh, I hope so. Otherwise, Bone Devils are a little OP. So you don't succumb to a poisoned effect, but overall poison damage, uh, you take sixteen points of poison damage. Not accounting for any of your resistances or takeaways.
1: All right, so uh, that's another eight.
0: Okay. Cool. And then the fun part, it swings in with one of its claws at Caracol.
1: I already have not exactly
0: a fun part. And swings in with the other claw at Caracol, hissing and shrieking at it in a strange uh, guttural language that I guess Jarzak from across the way. Do you know Infernal?
6: Shit. Do I know?
0: Uh, yes, I do. You hear the bone devil shriek out, I will consume your soul and I will cook your flesh. Whatever that means. Uh, Caracol is wounded, but not terribly so. Uh, but that's it for that. So now it goes to Jarzak.
2: Oh, yay. Okay. Uh... Jarzak. Hey, I it
4: went to me. Hmm? I thought it went to me. Uh,
5: uh, yeah,
1: no. It was Norhill's turn.
4: Oh, fuck. You're right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I I just Very did extensive combat.
2: He, yeah he just did a lot of fancy not his turn <laughs> things
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I
0: uh, you know it it's seems really nobody jar- in the darkness can see anything
2: so at least you have that going for you yeah but you know what Jarzak's real strong suit is wrestling what? someone for something that seems like a thing he should do. Uh, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Um am, So am I like surrounded by people? Yeah, you are within the swarm. Okay, I'm uh, use sword burst. What the uh, hell does that mean? Deck 16, saving throw.
0: Or what? What does this spell do?
2: Uh... I create a circle of spectral blades uh, that sweep around me. All other creatures within five feet of you must succeed on Dexterity Saving Throw or take force damage.
0: Well, okay. You want to describe that as I'm sure our friends will not do well to deflect it? Yeah, no, those rubes did not deflect it and Erlisle sure didn't either, so you're good. Okay.
2: Eight damage. So what does it actually look like? I guess it's in the darkness, nothing. Because I imagine them to be like dark blades coming out and just
0: no one can see anything. It's just damage all of a sudden fucking happens. God damn it, Jarzak. What if, <laughs> Like what? did the blades just fart out of you?
2: Yeah. Jarzak, you have to have your blade out? Oh, Jarzak just glows for like half a second. Just, just they shoot out in all directions. I hate everything about this
0: stupid game. <laughs> um, okay. And so, uh, yeah. Okay. There's that. So, if that is that the end of your turn?
2: Unfortunately, I think it is. Yeah.
0: Yep. That's it. Okay. So now it goes to Norhill.
1: Okay. Um, uh, well, Nor Norhill's a fighter, so he's going to start swinging.
2: Wait, no, that's not it. I is it possible for him to flank with anyone? You Hexblade can- curse who? Can I Hexblade curse the main guy? Yes, Erlisle can be Hexblade cursed. Okay, so what did Norhill do?
1: Well, is it possible for Norhill to flank with anyone?
0: Are you able to move around the whole target, no attacks of opportunity?
1: Uh, not unless I leave its threatened area, so... As long so as you can I, just
0: circle step around to have yeah. flanking with Caracol.
1: Sweet. I like I, to apparently, think it's I just need like, that advantage very badly.
0: Just a very awkward sidestepping dwarf.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, is a twenty-four going to hit its armor class?
6: It sure will.
0: You were off by one last time, which is the sad part, is you got 18 and it has 19. <laughs> I felt so bad, because I'm like, oh. And then it got worse, because then you used the resistance maneuver thing, I was like, oh.
1: Uh, so that's going to be 10 points of magical piercing and lightning damage.
0: Right on.
5: Okay.
1: Second attack. Uh, well, I rolled a seven and a five, so neither of those are going to hit. Okay. Which is no good because I forgot to use one of my abilities. Oh, so good. So, oh, well. what was the ability you were supposed to use? Uh, I was going to use Goading Attack uh, if I got a hit, but I didn't. So,
0: I mean, you could use it. You did get a hit.
1: All right, if you're willing to let me have it.
0: I'm not going to take it from you when you're staring down a thing with quite a lot more hit points than you have. I'm not I'm not going to take it from you, Anthony. So
1: it's going to take another single point of damage, so that's what I get. Um, okay, okay. And it needs to make a DC 15 wisdom save.
0: You know devils really aren't that wise. And it failed.
1: Uh, hey,
3: he he ended up in that bottle somehow.
1: So until... <laughs> um. I think until it's the beginning of my next turn, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against all other creatures except for me.
0: Oh, boy. This actually works out very well for Norhill because, I mean, of all creatures for you to go toe-to-toe with that are of that caliber, I guess this is one you can really go toe-to-toe with. I mean, what's it going to do? Poison you?
4: Oh, it can still I kill you, ain't it, you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sure can, and it sure will. Um But anyway, so what's the goading look like?
1: Uh, So I swing around at like its back as it had turned around to claw uh, Caracal twice, Uh, and I say, "You should be looking out for your real threat, beast."
0: I was hoping you're going to call him a bony bitch, but you know what? (laughs) He's just as good. And so. So uh, Jarzak you can hear from uh, the tree line the bone devil shrieks out uh, a little bit of a, a hellish giggle and it says it says "You wish to test yourself. I will eat your soul and will cook your skin. Very well. Um, riveting riveting dialogue. Uh, but now it goes to Anton. So what's a uh, Anton of Glory Wake
4: doing? I realized I didn't do it at the end of my technically when I was attacked. Can I still have a chance to use Warding Flare as my reaction?
0: For a, da- for a damage you took last round?
4: Yes. Or can That's I It's too far gone. Okay. I, I mean, I know I've been pretty
0: lenient with letting literally two other people do that in a row, but yours is like four turns ago. I can't, I don't even remember what I did for damage. I know you remember because it happened to you.
4: Yeah.
6: What are you
4: going to do? I'm going to do Burning Hands third level on the group.
0: Very good move. I didn't even think about that spell on your roster.
4: Yep, and I have to make a DC, a deck apologies, a deck save, at 15.
0: Okay, I got a 19
4: all right, then
6: they're going to take half damage.
0: Just do the math. Oh, one Which ironically gets doubled. So I guess you're just rolling flat.
6: Okay. Because I mean, on? they take
0: half because they're dexterous, but they're also in a big clusterfuck, so I guess it doesn't make a big difference.
4: 16. How much? 16 damage. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And
0: so with that, as you... Uh, what does that look like?
4: Well, I imagine they're all just like pummeling him into the ground and he just kind of like gets in the dirt, tries to get his hands on some kind of dry grass or anything and just try to ignite the ground around him. Get him up and out of the way.
0: <laughs> Very well. And so it torches yep. up even though you're on the ground and they manage to try to skirt away from most of the damage, but it still torches quite a few of the ones surrounding you. Um, okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do in your turn?
4: Um I'd like to try to see if I can get out of there because I know I gotta start healing some people.
0: Okay, it'll be a attack of opportunity. If you are okay with it,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. Yeah.
0: Where are you trying to run to?
4: I I don't know if getting near the Bone Devil will be the smartest thing. I also don't well, know. Like, let jar- put these
2: two combats together.
6: I mean, would I mean, he it also, run into
2: darkness?
0: <laughs> he he's all the way on the far side of it. Yeah, you could, like, however, you could try to if you wanted to, you could try to climb up on top of the carriage.
5: Yeah,
4: I think I'll do that. Try it again. Okay,
0: roll for the athletics check, or I'll give you acrobatics too. I don't think either uh, of them are you know, pretty good with at Better off the so.
4: athletics. Better
0: off athletics. <laughs> all right, best of luck. You caliph is there, so you say what?
4: Eleven on the athletics.
0: Okay, so yeah, Yigkala is able to pull you up while reloading daggers into hands and pulls you up onto there. But I'm going to say from where you're at, uh, you can't move anywhere beyond just the corner of the carriage. But yeah, you stand on top of it next to Yigkala, staring down almost... I mean, almost eye level with the Bone Devil at full height when the thing's standing up. And yeah, the swarm of bandits seem to be in tow chasing after you. And from where you're standing up on top of the carriage, you can see our friend Jarzak's darkness cloud and you see a whole bunch of people just like like falling down from darkness within darkness that he eh, glows and the blades just swing out of him. I believe that's the description I received. So that's the description I will return. The bandits, however, uh, come rush over to the carriage and begin to try to climb onto it as well.
6: Fantastic. It's
0: not good and they're not able to. Too many of them try to scurry up onto it at once, and they all just kind of like smack into one another and can't do it. Some of the smarter ones in the back, however, begin to fire crossbow bolts up at you and Yigkalath on the top, and both of them completely and utterly miss with a 7 and a 5. Um, beyond that, uh, the ones in the bushes swinging on Jarzak, terribly so with their darkness, they got a crit and a 2. And
5: the Perfect. second
0: swing... I actually am pretty sure I hit. Uh, I got a 17. You said 16 armor class? Hmm.
5: Uh,
2: no, I said 18. Yeah, it's 16. It's 16. I it.
0: forgot you took the, <laughs> that feat.
2: The, yes, the armored feet. That's
0: my favorite one. I love that feat. It's <laughs> yeah, so good.
2: Auto plus two. I see. Trust me. Don't look it so up.
0: You- you take 16 points of damage as they pummel you and slash at you. Um, think about it. It could have been two of them. One of them could have been a crit. Just a jar sick in the fucking heart. That wouldn't have been good. Uh, and so, yeah, now Karakal uh, and Yggalath begin another onslaught on the Bone Devil as well, figuring this is probably the biggest issue for them. Uh, every single one of their attacks hits. I rolled pretty much a uh, straight. I just did 16 through 20. It's very interesting. Unfortunately, however, the critical hit from our friend Yggalath is really not worth that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, really not that great. So with that, um, they wounded the devil pretty well, but not too great. Um Okay, uh, and that leaves us at the top of the round with Klika, who has prestageditated the smell of lavender or chamomile. I'm not sure which. Um, Vanelli.
3: Was there... What? Vanelli. Oh, that's. Was the there
0: anything...
3: It's was vanilla there and ones? lilies. Vanelli.
0: Okay. Was there anything you <laughs> al- else you wanted to do in there?
3: Uh. Can I see anything around me? Um, It is pitch black, but as you walk around in here,
0: you find that you are able to actually touch walls, and there are cold iron walls.
6: Hmm. Sure I'm out of I cast heat metal. <laughs> the room begins to cook you from
3: the outside in. You're like, fuck. <laughs> I guess I will... Cast blank, and then maybe I can reappear outside of the thing when I uh do it. So we'll click, we'll try that. Would you be mad at me if I allowed that to actually work? That's up to you. Could I you have even, no idea if this
6: is gonna <laughs> Just... work.
3: Click
5: doesn't well, either.
3: Un- unfortunately, the magic
0: doesn't seem to work, and the impending sense of doom. Uh, begins to really, really close in on you as you realize you don't know what's happening outside of this thing. This guy could have teleported away and he could be on a completely different plane of existence. You could be in the hands of the Herald of Steel right now as time seems to be an illusion from inside of here. And as you try to cast spells that you relied on in the past, you feel entirely,
3: incredibly
0: powerless, like, like a rat caught in a trap here. Does and... that mean it
3: doesn't smell like Vanelli? Do all my spells not work? It smells comforting,
0: but it turns out that the essential oils movement was a bunch of baloney, and it didn't do much to elevate your mood or calm you down. <laughs> smells nice, though. Uh, I I got vanelli And so now it goes to Erlisle, who is Hexblade-cursed. Uh, with that, he tries to run away. Um, so, Jarzak, you see him turn tail and run for it. Uh, you can get attack of opportunity on him if you would like to. Yep,
6: hundred percent. Would love to. Uh, I don't have that advantage or
2: anything like that, right?
0: Uh, you do because he's still in the dark when he breaks away.
6: Oh, perfect. Uh, he 25 first to hit? into a tree. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Uh, 15 damage okay and so with that he
0: seems to be heartily wounded and he yells out in pain um and as he yells out in pain uh caracal from where he's positioned in that combat with the bone devil uh yells out to jarzak in the trees and says do you
6: still see him did he get away Are you one of your options, Drexnack? Yeah, I always forget if
2: I get bonus damage from the Hexblade's curse. Um, And I do. Okay. It is
0: plus three damage. Okay. So he drops that. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh no, I forgot the curse. (laughs) So Caracol asked you if he was within or if you could still see him.
5: Uh,
2: can I?
0: Yeah, he only got about okay. 30 feet away from you.
5: Yeah.
2: Just, just outside the darkness.
5: Okay.
0: And so with that, Karakal continues what he's doing. I wish you the best of luck, Jarzak. May your pride and desire to hunt and kill not screw you over with the use of a single scroll and eliminate Klika from the campaign and give her her own bonus episode inside of the metal box well so i guess now uh that's it for his turn and the bone devil however uh descends upon norhill with a vengeful rat um so let's see stabbing with our tail misses horribly is it ac20 So that's a miss on one of its claws, and the other claw, that is a hit. Okay, big damage. You take 12 points of slashing damage. I take nine. (laughs) Okay, and that is it for that turn. Now it goes to Jarzak. What would you like to
6: do? Uh, um, I guess I'll run after him. Okay.
2: And attack.
0: It will take double movement to move through the trees and he double moved to get out of there. Uh,
2: can I use my bonus action move plus my move and get to him? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. yeah.
0: So you catch up to him. You, you can tell as he's looking over shoulder as he left the darkness globe <laughs> and sees you come trudging just chasing after
6: him. He's like... Ugh!
2: Don't run. It's going to be okay. And I'm going uh, to attack him with a green flame blade.
0: I tell him, don't run. It'll be okay. I attack him with my green flame blade. I don't think you breathed in between these two statements. <laughs> I don't think these things had a moment of pause. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. And he's got what appears to be a scroll in hand. And in the other hand, he, he has a flask. Uh, Okay.
2: Then, yeah. Attack him. Okay, that's gonna miss. I'll attack him with my second attack. With it,
6: uh, twenty-two. That's good. Okay, that is.
2: 14, uh, 17 points of damage, and I have the flame from the green flame blade jump to the scroll to burn the scroll.
0: Okay, and so as the green flame leaps to the scroll, it burns from the edge straight up to his hands, and he tries flicking off the flames as you do such a thing, and he immediately begins rummaging through his cloak for what appears to be a second scroll case. i'd come to this game with one fucking scroll please i'm just kidding but yeah it burns up in his hand and he's like <gasps> but okay uh and is that the end of your turn uh yeah okay norahill you are up
1: all right making my attacks uh, that ability
6: lasts until the end of my turn by the way oh, excellent Uh, 24 to hit. That is good. And I'm going to re-up that ability, too.
3: Very good.
1: Uh, for 13 points of damage, and it needs to make the DC 15 wisdom save. As I say, good, good, worthy opponent.
6: Keep trying. Uh, hold on one second. I can do math. Ooh. I believe we got a 23. All right, well,
1: he's not going to take this advantage, but he still takes that extra d8. Uh, as I
6: attack him again on the back. Okay. 26. 26?
0: 26. Oh, on the attack roll. Okay. Yeah, on okay. The attack roll. I count those damage. I was like, this feels outside of your usual range.
1: Uh, And that's going to be 18 points of damage.
0: Damn. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. And so this thing looks to be bloodied at this point from you just hacking and swinging at its arms and its legs as it keeps reaching in at you uh it seems like at this point though the thing seems to be tiring of you and it keeps turning over shoulder and looking at caracol as if looking for a quick and easy way of eliminating somebody um so now
1: it's gonna go to my movement to go stand next to caracol
0: damn it here i think it is the end of your turn you're like movement break movement break joke's on you i'm gonna go for the carriage now bitch thanks for moving out of the way no i'm just kidding uh so now it goes to anton
4: so from start, carriage top, I'm going to start with casting beacon of hope on uh, myself and everyone within 30 feet who is a friend, uh, just for a minute, which I'm keeping track of now. Each person has a, an advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws, and regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. Uh, as a next action, I'm curious if this will work, since this thing's a devil. Can I like take out like a like a flask of like holy water and try to sprinkle it on it and see if it gets really like messed up? Because it's I am thinking cool. about it. Oh,
0: holy water? I don't know. Has holy water ever been a thing against devils? I don't know.
4: <laughs> like, can I exercise this thing?
1: I don't know. <laughs> uh, th- that was, there are specific spells for that, uh, but let me check. The I
0: was and- going to say I don't I don't think holy water, um. <laughs>
4: Can't just like As an action,
0: out. you can fire. Feet you up to twenty feet? Um, is a fiend or undead takes two d six points of radiant damage. Go ahead, Ronnie, toss it. <laughs> oh, it's just an action, so you basically just lob it. Okay, <laughs> so what do you do to throw this thing?
4: Uh, Anton just—he imagine he has a little flask of it on his belt, uncorks it, and just tosses it like. <laughs>
0: So oh, remember no, no, earlier no. when I said, "Ha, ha dummy! You've moved over to Caracall, I'm actually going to the carriage." So yeah. as soon as I I's <laughs> a holy squirt gun's worth it comes splash on its head. Go ahead and roll the damage. It seems to turn. It's very spooky and fiendish visage in your direction instead.
4: So can so for damage wise, would I just roll? Two d six. Two d six. Sorry. Why
6: am I doing this? I mean physical damage.
4: Did
0: you say you get to roll physical damage? Sweet. Three points
4: of physical
1: damage. Wait, you say three?
4: Three.
1: Uh, Wait, did you just say three points of physical damage? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, hold on. See, Anton throws the flask, but it fails to break, so it deals bulging damage. It just gets a little
4: dribble.
1: It's just very thick with like a tiny
0: little vesicle of water oh, inside. No. It. It's, it's like, just,
4: it's, it's like, it's like a softball balmed glass.
0: <laughs> very good. And so that as you splash it, the thing shrieks out as it looks over you and its skin begins sizzling and popping on its bones, pulled so tight and taut over its bones that it barely looks like skin at all. Um, Sorry. Is that the end of your turn? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the end of your turn, right?
6: That's the end of his turn. Yeah,
0: just in it. <laughs> And now it goes to Yegalleth, who looks over at Anton and steps in front of him, realizing what may be coming their way. So Yegalleth unleashes all of her daggers and hits with all three of them. Holy Moses! Look at her go! It's like she's some kind of freaking assassin or something. And Take she deals by quite. By the holy
1: water. again, that sneak attack.
4: Well.
0: Yeah, it's a little complicated, but yeah. And so now it goes to Caracol and Caracol keeps biting his lip and looking off into the forest and he looks over at Norhill who just ran to his side and he says, I don't like the looks of this. He says, I'm going to go make sure everything's okay over there. And he goes ahead and he's going to... Uh, disengage and dart over there. And so he, on dogback, goes fluttering off into the woods where he is met by a large group, a swarm of bandits. Um, But yeah, and the darkness was never dispelled. Nope.
2: nope. Is so, that concentration-based? Yep, I've been rolling my con- checks. Barely past weird. one of them. Yeah. It's yeah, weird.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. Just
2: imagine, just
4: <laughs> a big old blob of darkness just... <laughs> Chilling
2: in the
0: forest. It's just bandits in there <laughs> all slugging each other in the face, like I got them. Just punching each other in the dark. Um, okay, now it goes to the top of the round again for Klika. Is there any news? Does she have a debilitating <laughs> sense of lonesomeness now that she's alone inside the
2: vessel? Mm. 18 seconds and Klika starts panicking. Is
3: she oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, she's still in there. She doesn't doesn't even
0: have to breathe. I mean, so she's not
4: getting motion sickness from like the (sighs) running and stuff.
3: Like, that's nothing. Basically, a pocket dimension. Did like my shadow blade and uh fire shield disappear when I got sucked in? I would say so. Oh, then yes, yeah, she's definitely panicking if she doesn't know how much time has passed. (laughs) <laughs> the spell effect wore off because time's like rocket shipping forward. She's like, this should last like at least 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh fuck. I've been She's here at a...
0: least 10 minutes. She's just been counting on her fingers and toes incessantly since then. She's just like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, 120. Um okay, well. Then it goes to Erlisle, who begins pulling out another scroll case and walking backwards as he does. Uh, you get an attack of opportunity. I wish you the absolute best of luck, Jarzak. Uh,
6: does a 16 hit. <laughs> Do I have to? I don't have
2: to attack, right? I take that back. I don't attack. I let him go. He's fine.
0: Did you get a bonus because of your hex thingy? Uh...
2: Not just the damage, I think.
0: Okay. So with that... You say you don't follow him? You don't attack him? You said you
2: take it back? Yeah, I definitely take it back. Okay,
0: as he steps away and begins reading the scroll to himself, or pulling out the scroll and looking at it, he looks back at you, bleeding from multiple wounds all over the place, and he he says, you know, all of a sudden his resolve steals, and he looks at you from across the way, and he says, look, I'll forget this happened. And you forget this happened. You say you killed me. Leave me among the bodies of all the guys left behind. Don't you come looking for me.
2: Okay, but I'm definitely going to come looking for Klee.
0: He drops the flask on the ground and he says, she's all yours.
3: (laughs) It's the ground.
0: (laughs) And I just (laughs) <laughs> and then he just looks at you as he starts walking backwards i mean are you planning on pursuing him
2: I'm, i mean I, it's not my turn i yeah. wanted to do something else with my reaction other than attack and i forgot so i was saving something was that hellish rebuke or something <laughs> i wish but no i don't have that
5: i was like
0: i mean of all things i could imagine as a reactionary thing okay so he just drops on the ground and he begins walking backwards as if he just fed a bear or something like that he's just like slowly patting the air and walking backwards bleeding from a tremendous stab wound in his gut and multiple stab wounds all over his body from you um and now it goes to your turn so what would you
2: like to do ah thanks i pick up the bottle and I. you
0: do me a favor really quickly can you roll me a charisma saving throw,
2: and I'll give you advantage. Does advantage help two nat ones though? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Twenty <laughs> five. <A 25>? Okay. <laughs> you feel
0: as you pick it up, like this strange whisper into the back of your mind as you pick it up. And as it kind of sticks to your hand in a very weird kind of like wet hand on frozen metal kind of feeling as you kind of like pull your hand away from it for a second, you feel an intrusion telling you in your head that she is worth a lot more money alive and sold to the right bidder. And you could always move on with your life somewhere safe and rich. And you feel that come across your mind in the most persuasive way possible. But after having dealt with the deceiver on so many dark evenings You shake it off, almost literally. And what would you like to do
2: with your turn? (laughs) Yeah, okay. And I uncork it. (laughs) Okay, Klika comes flying
0: out of it in the same wispy way. Unfortunately, however, Klika is under complete duress and instruction of Jarzak for the next hour and has absolutely no mind to disagree with anything that is said. Or, I guess, even mentally intuited. So, Jarzak, you know this. Hmm. Roll in the dirt. 60 minutes. <laughs> K- <laughs> <Lika>. <laughs>
3: and then uh... Kleeca kills Jarzak. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right. You said
2: you would never make mud pies with me, Kleeca. K- uh... <laughs> oh. Here we go. You know, Caracol's getting
0: beaten to death by a group of bandits, <laughs> and you're like, "Here comes the
2: airplane." Uh, yeah, no, with that Charizard's just gonna look at Cleek and be like, "Hey, Cleeks, uh, I think it's time for you to do your thing and uh, clean up this mess." And with that, he's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, thanks for the bottle," and uh, he's just gonna slowly walk after him.
5: Oh, Jesus.
2: Get 15 feet and then use his bonus action to just teleport to the other side of him.
0: Okay. He holds up his hands to where you used to be and is like in the middle of patting the air and telling you, he says, listen, that thing is cursed. Don't do
2: it. I promise you, you'll regret it. And I point the bottle at him.
0: Well, let's see if he whiffs it on the wisdom save. And with a three, our friend is whisked into the metal bottle.
6: Oh
2: <laughs> looks like I caught one. <laughs> uh that's that's my turn. That's that's everything. I didn't even have to use my reaction to counterspell the scroll. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Very so you good. You need to be careful with those Nintendo references. They've been known to pull people down for less.
5: Well,
0: I mean if you use the counters wait, you said counterspell?
2: I was I was gonna be using it if he used the scroll, but he did not get to. That's why I did. I was, was like I didn't want to attack. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say you were gonna have to do a caster check because this was a seventh level spell. So,
2: yeah, not great.
5: No, not yeah, great. I'd have
2: to. I mean, I get <laughs> my my spellcasting mod, so I have to roll like a twelve to meet it. Sure. So at this point, because Klika is
0: under the direct actions of Jarzak. Um, I guess uh cleaning up the battlefield is what's gonna happen on your next turn. But now uh it goes to Norhill.
1: All right. Uh so uh what is uh, the makeup of the battlefield right now between my myself, Geek Kaleth, uh Anton and the Bone Devil?
0: You are on the ground adjacent to the carriage, alone fighting the Bone Devil, and the Bone Devil seems to be looking directly at Yggalath and Anton, who stand upon the carriage. The carriage is flanked on its right side by about half the group of bandits who were in the fields before. To your left side, about 30 to 25 feet away into the woods, is the rest of the group of bandits, and beyond that, about 30 or so feet, are Jarzak and Klika, and a, well, I guess now contained Erlisle. I recall made it to the forest with the bandits too.
1: Is the Bone Devil big enough for me to flank with the Um No,
0: because she's got the distance from the carriage.
1: Okay, uh, so I'm gonna stay, hit the uh, hit the devil. But that's well, that's cool. so weird. I hit the devil. What'd you no, say? I, don't. I need at least um. a on the die to hit. That is also not an 11 on the die. It's fucking action search for two more attacks. Oh, I'll keep trying until I get it right.
0: You know, it has to but work one on the
1: die. That last one finally is a 12. And it's going to be a go- We golden.
3: did it!
0: No, did you ever invest in that dice, jail we were telling you about?
1: Nope. Don't forget about me, devil. That's really pitiful damage, though.
6: Lord
2: of the halls.
1: Uh, That's going to be 12 points of magical piercing and slashing damage, as well as a DC 15 wisdom save.
0: Okay. And at this point, because... Well, yeah, never mind. That doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, And that's the end of Norhill's turn. Okay. Uh, Now it goes to
6: Anton.
4: How far is Anton from? Our critter again?
6: From what?
4: How far is he from the critter? The devil? Bone devil. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, the only one in the group who has a firm knowledge of what it is and you're like, that spooky beastie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a beastie, dude. How far Uh, is it
0: again? I was going to say, you're about 15 feet away from it.
4: Okay. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to make a decision what I want to do.
0: There's also the climbing pile of bandits, which on the next turn will climb up on top of this thing.
4: Oh shit! I forgot about them.
0: I know you did. That's why I'm reminding you. Because you're like, can I shoot the devil? <laughs> like, why don't we like remember that Black Friday is happening right next to the carriage, and you are one tasty-looking ps five.
4: And are they? Would you? We see they're within five feet of me.
0: Yeah, they're about five inches away from your foot.
4: Right, I'm gonna hit that with a word radiance. <laughs> they have to make a fifteen. Uh, a single target. Each creature your choice that you can see within range. So it, it's any as many people as I want within five feet. Really? That's
0: why. Yeah. Oh, is it an area effect? Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. The wording was a little strange, but I was like, why would they have a five-foot effect spell? That's dumb. Okay, and it's a what-save-clon?
4: All
0: right. So I got a f- five. A oh. good five. The plus-one mod goes a long way.
4: They got seven points. Damage.
0: No, you didn't. You did more than that. So this group is looking very well beaten up and disbanded from all that damage that you have laid upon them um, over and apparently over again. And as you look back over shoulder at uh, Yigkalath, who is getting ready to throw more daggers at the devil, the devil seems to be looking in the opposite direction down the road. Um, So at this point, is that the end of your turn?
4: Yeah, I can't think of really much else that would make sense. I mean, I could cast, like, eh, maybe I should cast um, Shield of Faith on myself. That might not actually be a bad idea.
0: Potentially not.
4: Yeah, I think I'll do that. I think I'll, I'll be safe in case I cast Shield of Faith on myself.
0: Roger. Okay, and so now the bandits attempt to climb up on top. And they sure do. And so this thing gets covered like it's being eaten by ants as the thing just gets swarmed by tons of bandits climbing up and over. So you and Yggalath are now being swarmed and attacked. So what is your new armor class? Oh my gosh, never mind. I got a crit, but what's your armor class?
4: Ronnie? One second. I'm sorry, I'm really slow at math right now. It's 18.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's only 18. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, Yig does not take damage from the swarm trying to beat on her. Uh, unfortunately, however, this swarm that you have so badly wronged uh, would like to have a word with you as they climb on deck and start beating the Christ out of you. Um, you take uh, an even 33 points of damage.
4: Good. Can I hit that warning flare back, please?
0: yeah now you can use it but uh warding flare does what now
4: so when i attack by a creature that could be blinded within 30 feet um impose disadvantage on attack roll yeah that's it
0: all right so let's see if i miss on my second swing i got an eight all right everybody drum roll is my bonus a 10 it certainly is not so with the warding flare, you manage to like hold up the lantern at the last second. You're just like, and they're all like, fuck, we could have critically maimed you, but they didn't. And warding flare, what is this, the first time you've ever gotten to use
4: it? And then I, I remembered to use it.
1: <laughs> I mean, all I think that uh, she used uh, it all the way back in the original boss fight.
0: Oh, yeah, I think, I think that might have been one of those like, oh wait, can I use that now? And I'm like, okay, fine. And then I still hit. So this is maybe the only time that you used it and it worked. And you yeah. know what? You saved yourself quite a lot of damage. So I mean, hey.
4: Yeah, because if I got hit again, I don't think I would have been. I think I would have been. That would have been another boss fight. <laughs> I
0: want This is a boss fight. This is a random encounter. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, no, and so, like now, a <laughs> so now
4: boss fight.
0: So now you Calith. Uh, begins stabbing in on the swarm around you guys and doesn't seem like she's going to be able to do too much to them. Uh, she does quite a bit, actually. Not enough to finish off the group, but there's only about like four people left in the swarm covering the top of the carriage. Um, and Caracol is trying to rush around the swarm inside the darkness and makes it over next to Darzak and Klika and looks over at Klika and says, oh my gosh, I thought you guys were goners, especially you. No offense. And then looks over at Klika, and Klika looks back. I don't want to say in a very enchanted way, but she's got motives in mind and it is what Jarzak has told her to do. And so Carrot Call picks up on this and looks over at Jarzak really quick and sees the uh, metal flask still within his hand. And it looks over at Klika, and he just kind of like, turns quickly back to the horde of bandits in there and says well i don't think we're going to kill him by standing here and he gives a quick nod and pulls out a slingshot fires into the trees and he manages to do a light wounding of two points hooray caracal and now we go to Klika at the top of the round
3: okay i don't have shadow blade or fire shield anymore correct Wait, okay, I will recast Shadowblade I guess and then start moving towards um uh what the closest bandit to me to execute Jarzak's desires.
5: Fair enough.
6: All right, go ahead and roll your attack. Did I
3: actually make it into base contact with one of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, this will be with a green flame blade. No, my second attack is another nat 20. All right. Does that imply the first attack wasn't? No, it's just my second attack for this combat. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. <In laughs> the first that's round. In life. <laughs> uh,
3: that's there you go. 53 psychic and fire damage.
6: Well, howdy. Okay. It's a shame that it had to be used on a swarm, however. Okay, and the group already looks half dissipated from you rushing in and just shooting off psychic
0: fire
3: blades made of shadows in the darkness of the wood. Yep, A true Klinga terror just, to behold. Klinga just comes back and uh, just pure Terminator robot style, just fucking proceeds with her orders. I like to think it was
0: actually more like Fry in that episode of Futurama where he thought he was a robot and just and just rotating arms, <laughs> but that's, sure, that's the clue but that just
3: I like. a ton of damage while doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. But um, okay. And now, uh, Erlile from inside of the flask begins to panic. Um, not that anybody notices. The Bone Devil, however, looks around at the battlefield around him. Looks at Norhill. And in fiendish, whispers something that he can't really understand, but it definitely makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up as its wings unfold and the thing leaps up into the air and begins to fly away.
5: I get it that
1: <laughs> opportunity unless it's disengaging.
0: No, you get you're good.
1: Uh, I miss. This will be my chance to
4: shoot something out of the sky when you guys didn't let me hit that giant bird.
1: Wait, what? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Finally. Finally.
0: I use Fireball. It's utterly immune. You're the one who told us it was immune to it. You're like, yeah, but I'm not done here. I pull out my holy water launcher. It's a super soaker of the lord. Um,
3: You gotta spend two whole rounds just pumping it, though. Only to realize there's a leak on it,
5: and the trigger oh, no. gets
3: stuck
0: in.
4: It does a little sputter. Nothing comes out. <laughs> you
0: know what? Speaking of small potatoes, I think I think Anton may be a little sputter himself. Um
6: yes. All right, Jarzak,
0: you're up.
2: Okay, uh, Jarzak. Let's the darkness fall and goes up to Klika and casts fly on both of us. And let Klika know uh our target's the one that's in the air. Uh Jarzek. I guess I would bonus action to move to Klika, action to cast fly on us, use my movement then to fly grab Klika and fly 60 feet in there if I can so that Klika has a little head start. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm thinking this could all work out. I will remind you, however, as you see it leap off and fly away on its own the fact that you've been able to command Klika gives you the impression that this creature that's flying off in the sky also may have been a victim of some sort of mind bondage brought on by Erlisle himself. And thus it may dawn on you that this thing didn't actually want much of anything to fucking do with you people at all.
5: Okay, that it changes I'm your gonna no, I know, I I mean, know you're it's gonna still, kill it,
2: anyway, I mean it's still a bone <laughs> devil, right? Like it, it didn't become like a, a nice friendly gnome or something. Right? I just, Turns out it was
0: a gnome just with a really good illusion.
2: Okay, I was just <laughs> checking. Uh in Infernal, I guess I will shout out to it. Uh are you looking to try and kill us though?
0: And the thing kind of smirks and shouts back and says, many are trying to kill you, but I am going home. I am no longer a victim. I have done the research I need to. Research for what? And then the thing flying there with strange wasp wings as you and Klika, you still holding Klika in arms flying up there. It just looks back at you and it says, the bandit lords. The thief princes, they have many connections, connections with people that you may also know.
2: And the thing just kind of, if you help us, if you help us, we won't hurt you.
6: You And
0: the thing just shows its fangs, I guess, more than it could before, and says, I would rather die than help you. Okay, Clico, that's your
2: target. That's my turn.
0: Okay, uh, and now it goes to Norhill. All
1: right, uh, well, how are uh, Yigkallit and Anton doing with the bandits? Uh, well, Anton is swarmed, Yigkallit is swarmed. It's
0: basically a mosh pit on top of the carriage, which is alarming to think of in the first place, because you'd think they might fall through the fucking ceiling on this thing. But yeah, it's looking like the thing is pretty well stuffed up top.
1: this all like they're handling it or
0: I mean from what it sounded like before with Anton getting beaten on one good round might knock one of them down
1: all right Norhill's gonna join the mosh pit
0: all right go ahead and roll me an athletics check to leap up there quick I also love the idea of you just leaping up there with the horn helmet and just like trying, trying to knock Maybe me natural up. ones in a row So you rush up, you slip on a pebble and slam your sternum square on like the wood <laughs> of like, the, oh. the f- rest, you
6: just, you're like ah.
0: but you resist it.
1: Yeah, so I don't take any damage. Um not at all. <laughs> uh was that an so
6: accident?
0: Uh I mean it was a. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that would be your movement action, or at least half the movement there trying to jump up. So you can finish the rest of your movement ending up on top.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all right. Do I need to make another roll?
0: Yeah. You still got to climb up it. This thing's not made to climb up on the roof.
1: 22.
0: Okay, so you managed to pull yourself up the other way, huffing and puffing as you do, and you climb up to your full height next to the uh, Yggalath and Anton. Uh, surrounded by all of these bandits so what would you like to do I'm
1: going to start sliding my way through the bandits Um, (laughs) do I count as
6: flanking
1: no
0: this is a swarm and they're all surrounding you
6: Uh, 22 on the first hit okay
1: Uh, for 15 points of uh, piercing and lightning damage.
0: Okay, so that's actually enough to kill off the remaining guys up there. So describe the kill. Uh, the, that
1: a little <laughs> bit. Stergo crash. crash uh, twirling the hook hammer uh, uh, like, a, like a weed whacker. And, you know, the people just go falling off in different directions uh, until okay. he's standing next to uh, Yig, Cal, with and Anta. Okay. And that's it for them. Uh, okay. So, who looks? Uh, th- does anybody look especially injured? Uh, I don't think Yin has been hit yet.
4: I think it's only Anton. He'll take care of himself.
0: <laughs> Is Anton the only one who took damage this entire fight? No, Jarzak definitely and, did too. Uh,
1: Norhill's taken a oh, good, yeah, right. taking a good chunk. Uh, so true, true. I don't know why yeah. to uh, uh, look up at Anton. And say, we can see the the rest of the way through this. Now come along. Uh, Spend a bonus action and you get uh, four temporary hit points.
4: Woohoo! Goody. Okay, you
5: know,
1: five.
0: Woohoo! (laughs) All right, Anton, that means you're up.
4: Well, Anton's just gonna look toward the sky and hit that fucking thing, a level four fireball.
6: Uh, I, again, I fire. want
0: to. I want to implore you it to really recall. That you... You're
4: telling me he'll hit that and we'll do literally nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a devil. That they just are just immune so to fire.
4: Broken man. That just sounds. Broken. That's how it's
0: always been. That's the, they're literally they live in the realms of fire.
4: That's
0: like just... bone devils live in in a in a. In a realm that is just icicles and ice, and that is it is just frozen ice everywhere, and wind with icicles shredding through. Like, could you just like, yeah? It just seems
4: kind of silly. You could,
0: however, you could lob the fireball at the forest where the other guys are. There's still an entire. I have mob no idea what's there. going on
4: over there, though. I feel but like yeah, that's it's kind of like I have the no darkness clue.
0: drops, and you just see a group of them over there. All slugging each other. I mean, they are in the forest, but yeah, there's no darkness and you're on top of a carriage looking down into it. I mean, you could see Caracol about to get a shit stomped by all those dudes.
4: Yeah, but he'll get shit stomped by that fireball, too.
0: He, wow. No, he's shooting with a slingshot. Cleek is the only one in there. I got. Picked oh, no. Cleek flew away. Yeah, really, it's literally, they're all just <laughs> rounded up.
4: I guess I'll do that instead, then.
1: It's free real estate. Yep. Just
4: I mean, burn down the rest of the forest like a jerk
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Just blame it
0: on the bandits.
4: Nah.
1: Technically, it is their fault. We wouldn't have burned down the forest if there weren't. No,
4: Antoine's making the decision to fight. He could be totally neutral on this shit, but he's not, so guilty.
0: Alright, so they're gonna be a deck of 15. They got a 7. Okay. Take that, Ronnie.
4: They got 46 points. (laughs) damage.
0: He's like 46. He said forty six. Yes. So actually, they took ninety two. <laughs> that would have been enough to wipe them in the first round of combat. <laughs> wow, getting the cleekus level of damage.
4: I don't have that many full level <laughs> four spells. Our,
2: sec- our second best damage dealer, Anton. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what do you want? Well, would that
2: that
0: whole group of them just die in a an ex- fiery explosion in the trees? <laughs>
4: Imagine and, uh, he just got really upset that he really couldn't hit that bone devil. He was just... Like, <laughs> why?
3: Why are all of the Illuminators just kept
6: behind ineffective him
3: against devils? Just
0: angrily looking back and forth between the two of them, then reluctantly nuclear launch the, the rest of
6: the bandits. Don't even he make would, eye he contact. He definitely
4: has more of the desire to kill the thing that's purely evil than the humans. Because he's just like, he's so freaking mad he can't do it. He's like, maybe I'll just hit it with a crossbow bolt, but that seems kind (laughs) of silly.
5: No,
0: I figure Anton's not one to resort to crossbow antics when he could. He did it. uh, He did it.
4: He's done it before and he's done some pretty good shots. One's up the moon.
0: Yeah, but not as good as Erlaid. Anyway, um, so now, uh, Cleaker. Describe your kill because I'm sure on your turn you're going to do so.
3: Are you just gonna have me? Do you want me to actually roll stuff or no? Of course I do. Okay. I'm just saying, I think you've got the amount of damage to, to finish this guy off. As yeah. you are
0: being flown into the air to fight it.
3: Let's see if I hit first. Uh so this is gonna be Shadow Blade with Booming Blade. That's only a 12. Uh, I will spend two sorcery points to quicken spell Booming Blade and attack again. That's only a 10. Roll the fuck and four and a two. And that's Kleeka's turn.
0: Are you just RPing as Norhill for this one? Because I feel like this is a very Norhill string of events. Yeah, (laughs) it's like like, I feel like you're doing like the Anton being out of the combat for three rounds out of the five that it is. And then the other rounds you hear you're rolling either crits or fours and twos. Feels good. Oh, boy. Well, I guess Cleek is getting a dose of the uh, rest of the party's parties. Um, well, now it goes to what happens to when himself.
3: we fight in the middle of the day, <laughs> not at night, which is almost always or in a dark cavern.
0: You which
3: are like our that. two favorite
0: places to fight. <laughs> you nerd. Uh, well, the Bone Devil continues to fly away at uh, moving full speed and clears the distance between you and Jarzak by 100 feet. Uh, so now it goes to Jarzac,
3: right?
0: No, because he only flew up 60 feet and this thing flew up 80.
3: I flew the rest of the distance to like close for melee. That's it's true. Pl- so you pl- wouldn't pl- get not I do the the around here. All right, twenty to hit, so that actually hits. Uh, twenty psychic damage because can't use a cantrip as a reaction, so it's just yeah, a straight attack. Work.
0: So this thing looks incredibly wounded and continues its flight away, getting distance of eighty feet on you, hundred feet on Jarzak. Um, So I guess now it's back to Norhill Anton, and Yggalath and Karakal. Um, There's nobody on the ground to be attacked. Is anybody going to continue shooting at or pursuing the uh, Bone Devil as it's 160 feet away from you guys?
6: I don't have any
1: ranged magical attacks that go that far.
0: Yeah. I mean Caracol's gonna attempt to slingshot at it. Could you wait, hold on. Could you imagine if Caracol killed it?
2: Hell
4: yeah.
2: I would fly after it too. And I think I'm after it.
4: Anton's gonna poke his little bow, his little crossbow bolt into holy water and then try to shoot it.
0: you rid of your holy water. Plus it's Jarzak's turn, even though it does have a hundred feet of distance on you. What's your movement speed of I- flight?
2: Sixty, and I have my bonus action move plus my move to close the yeah, gap. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. So go ahead and attack it, Mister. I'm not going to chase after it.
5: Just drag
4: it to the ground.
2: I mean, I say that to everyone, and I follow through. What? It's Jarzak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll green flame blade as well. Good idea, Kleka. Or that doesn't the do damage. any damage. Does- yeah. Uh. You know what? I'm just gonna attack. Yeah, there's nothing else I can do. Okay. Here comes the die Katana. Uh, 19 to hit. You're not using your shield while you have this katana, right? Nope. Katana. And what was it to hit? 19. That's good. Okay, that's gonna be 13 damage.
0: Describe your kill.
2: Oh perfect. Uh yeah, Jarzak just flies up and with his sheath blade, he just like pulls it out and just clean slices the head off and it just drops to the ground.
0: Okay. So falling from the sky, the bone devil comes hurtling down, spiraling. And when it hits the ground, it erupts into a shrapnel of ice and bone fragment. And the thing just explodes upon impact.
6: Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: There's no more guys on the ground.
6: Yeah, Klika, you're you're
2: free to do whatever you want, but you're not allowed. You're not allowed to clean my clothes.
0: i for the rest of the 58 minutes. Yeah. Clica
3: just puts the shadow blade to her throat and looks Jarzak straight in the eyes. Okay, Klika. <laughs> you can. All
2: right. You have complete freedom.
3: <laughs>
0: Does not compute. Does not compute. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, okay. So I guess you guys come back down to the ground and Caracol says, as I guess he pulls in the party, he had Calath quietly taking up her residence against the side of the carriage, tending to her non-existent wounds. Caracol comes moseying over on his hound and he says, a, a devil in their ranks. He looks over at Jarzak and he says, I mean, you've got that thing in your hand, right?
2: What thing on the thing on my hand? This glove, yeah. Uh, that might no, have no, been... no.
0: That the flask, the flask he was holding, you oh, still have o- it. The other hand,
2: yeah, that's that's ours now. Then he looks at it and he says, And you trust such a thing? N- uh, n- no, but that's why I'm gonna hang on to it so no one else has to. And he
0: says, I implore you to give it to the council of the staff so that they can take good care of it.
5: Mm,
2: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: As a member of the law of this land, I implore you to do what's right. I'm asking you as a friend, as somebody who has helped me in the past, and somebody who I have also helped in the past, that is evidence... Inside of there is a potential criminal and an ambassador to a foreign land.
2: Yeah, I don't think could, this is a we, trinket. We could get a lot of info from him. Sure.
0: The council could as well.
2: Yeah, but then you're going through all that the politics. We could just get it right from the source right away.
1: We need the council's help. There are too many unknowns for us to question him outside the safety of their halls. Uh
2: sorry, what what council is this? This is the gnome council, right? Okay, yeah. So like this the uh, council that also, you know, uh caused the dragon to, you know, die. This council and that he, seems very helpful to everybody. He steps up.
0: He steps off of the dog at about one half your total height, puts his hands on his hips and extends one leather glove in Norhill's direction and says the same gnomish council who's let his entire refugee people live in their lands without paying a dime. Sorry, not a dime, a copper piece. There you go. And he says, I think it's fair to say that this council has done a lot of good and they've made mistakes, but this is not the time to be talking about the past. Shall we talk about your past or anybody else's? make moral claims about that.
2: Now's not it, the time for yeah, arguments. Yeah, this which, is why we have laws. No
0: ambiguities the, here, Jarzak. Hand it over. Now's the time
2: to figure it out on our own. We don't There's need to I run back. We... Why are we going to run all the way back to the council to come back out?
4: Jarzak, sure, I think we have other matters more important than
3: interrogating.
1: Yep. And besides, we got right. what we came for.
3: I mean, we know um the queen is like a demon or a devil, why don't we just bring it to her and see if she knows anything?
4: Just why I'm going to be casting a, a prayer of healing on
3: everyone.
1: Okay. Putting aside that that's more than a little bit of travel, I don't think we could ever trust the word of such a creature on this particular matter.
3: Mm, maybe Click will write a letter and ask. <laughs> I'm just
0: send her the open flask in the mail. She just opens up, and looks at it.
1: <laughs> Darzan, you're not wrong that this individual needs to be questioned, but clearly he had ways of escaping. Uh, we're going to need help and we're going to need expertise uh, that only exists on the council of the staff.
0: And again, Caracol steps forward and holds his hand up and he says. And again, I want to stress that I am a law official of this land. And if you think you're going to take evidence, which could help us in a wartime effort, prevent the death of hundreds, if not thousands of our people, as he looks to Norhill with a very serious glare, I think it's safe to say this is not a matter of personal pride and moves to look superior. This is a matter of life and death for hundreds of people. So I, again, implore you, Jarzak, give it to the council or give it to me
3: now.
2: I'm, de- I'm definitely going to hang on to it, but I will. we will bring it to the council.
3: I you know don't, that he gives this thing, a little nod.
2: This thing tries to get in your mind, and I uh, apparently mine's a steel trap from all the shit I've been through in my past. So that's what my past has done for me.
0: Meanwhile, Klikka with her eyeballs going in two different she's <laughs> yeah. just like
3: me. Uh, Klikka is also extremely good in. So long as so you make it.
1: no attempt to run off with it or to use it further.
3: And so I mean call he, just, if oh, you sorry. get a couple more gym badges, you'll be able to control stronger monsters. So just think about that. Fair enough.
0: Um, and so Caracall again looks over to Jarzak and you can see a look of like, I don't want to say guilt or remorse on his face, but he says, Jarzak, I, I promise you that I haven't been trying to argue with you about this. But since you all left, I mean, things have been a lot harder for everybody here. And being a member of the law now, I take this very seriously for my sake, my sister's sake, and for the sake of everybody else if you're not questing and doing all that you do to protect the people in these lands, who are you doing this for?
2: Yeah, I just, you know, thought we could get results faster. That's all, to protect faster. But well, your call, we'll, we'll go to the council first. I just think that'll just slow <laughs> us down.
0: This is the council of all devils, and they're like, yeah, it's just back now. But um, fair enough. And so with that uh, very quiet ride back, unless anybody wanted to talk about anything any particular.
1: Uh, Noel um, is going to uh, bury the dead bandits and leave a like a little message, like a little warning message for any that's other. That's a day. lot that
6: of graves.
1: The road. Uh, that might be haunting the roads.
4: This is more of a cremation.
1: I <laughs> was going to say the forest,
0: the copse of trees that the other ones died in the explosion. It burns them all, and they are they are burnt remains behind there. If you'd like to, you could attempt to bury it, but this is like a six-hour job to, to do this with a team of people.
1: I mean, you know, Norhill's just going to dig a shallow trench and uh, throw like an inch or two of dirt over them. And uh, nothing big and huge. Okay, I mean, Caracol will help you. I don't imagine anybody else will.
0: wood would. Cleak-a-wood? Yeah. Okay, so during the process of doing such You feel your mind released And you feel as if The releasing hand As if it was over like your scalp entirely Retracts and goes back to Jarzak And you feel as if like Jarzak himself had been in control Of your mind for a hot bit there And uh, Yggalath Has not left the side of the carriage And refused to dig and put anything over the bodies But Yeah so what would Klicka like to do? Is she doing anything
2: about this? Hey uh I uh, I'm going to pull Klicka aside. Uh was our goal to come here and kill bandits in the streets because I thought I thought we had more purpose than this. I just you know, going back to the council now and we didn't even get anywhere.
3: I yeah, we were Told by the dwarves and the captain that there were bandits on the highway, so we set this trap to catch them.
2: Holy shit! This was our goal. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it
3: would be a lot. You know, usually I'm like almost dead after our goals. Jarzak, you, you like while we were discussing all this, remember Auk ok challenged you to stones, and then you oh, said. Oh shit! Well, then you accepted and you started playing stones, but then the dwarf and the luchador mask showed up and he said that you smell bad. And then you and I got into a tag team match for something called the Dwarfish Extreme Wrestling Federation Ultimate United Championship belt. And you were kind of not paying attention. Also, you got one quarter Nelson three times. Are you okay? Uh,
2: I mean, uh, three one quarters isn't even a full Nelson.
3: There's right? just thing as Still the full Nelson. Quarters. Jarzak, that, that can't exist! <laughs> like,
0: I'm not okay. He's doing math now. He's learned too much.
3: Also, Jarzak, he's that adding thing, fractions that thing you have is extreme. it's not good it's yeah it's really yeah, bad
2: that's why no one else is touching this shit
5: <laughs> yeah. as you
0: look at it again the etchings on the side of the thing now show Erlisle's face imprinted on the side of it in a look of pain and you can see you know like those things like the needle boards where you can like push your hand under it and make like the hand imprint yeah. You see the faintest imprint of Klika's face against the side of it in a panicked expression, slowly but surely fading away, almost as if like it's been hammered down so it's hey, uh,
2: barely visible. Clika, were you scared in there? Were mm. uh, you a bitch in there? I'm sorry I didn't
3: get you out sooner. It's okay, it was only like two years. But Klika. It, <laughs> it was, it was, Klika. no. Yeah, Klika had a lot of time (laughs) to discover herself. Turns out vanilla Ellie's overrated.
5: Oh god, okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Well then I guess we're good to go back to the
3: council. I don't know what I
2: was well now I know what I was doing. (laughs) So So I guess my
0: only question now, it didn't bother Klika that Jarzak had controlled her with his mind and will.
3: I mean were there Does she think there were uh, any other options? Like, does it seem like Jarzak could have released her and not done that? No, it seems like by the nature of the flask, it had
0: to happen that way. But I just didn't know if that caused any sense of ill will, especially knowing Jarzak to be somebody at one point in time, deeply associated with somebody who's very good at telling people what to do and the fact he did it to you. With a tool in between you, of course, but it still happened. And I just didn't know if that makes Klica feel uneasy. I I gave her control back after combat.
2: Was not quick enough to think of that during combat,
0: though. I mean, mean, that's the funny part is the command was to do as you will. Not like, Klica, I release you. It was like, Klica, do as you would.
3: I, I mean, like, Klica has gone to bat for Jarzak. A lot in her past. And I think like. It, she's. Trust Jarzak. To do the same for her. So like. She really wasn't. Worried. About being under Jarzak's. Direct command. If it had been Norhill or Anton. She would have been. Pretty okay with it too. I mean like. She understands she does didn't doesn't like that it, she couldn't control herself but like it was better than a lot of the alternatives like jarzak fought hard to get her back and clica realizes that it was only two years she <laughs> didn't give up yeah <laughs> all right well
0: fair enough And so I guess with a pretty quiet ride back after burying the bodies under a very, very revealing amount of dirt, um, the party arrived back in Enton by evening, and once entering the captain's quarters to give the flask over to the council and to uh, mention what had happened, Caracol brings everybody there. Uh, Was anybody going to go anywhere other than that?
3: Uh, Make sure that kick the click and og haven't or rock haven't destroyed themselves or others while we (laughs) weren't watching them well margay was them
0: right no margay's on her own mission she had to go scouting somewhere but that's when you find out if you go to the captain but you know whatever point is is yankala found a way to use all four arms to do four quarter nelsons which makes for one full nelson and has Begun to think about charging uh, uh, challenging Jarzak to a, an official
2: title match. <laughs> she has so many gaudy belts on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't need a title though, so you imagine Pass. that you have
0: to go fight your brother, be like,
2: I challenge
0: you <laughs> in the arena. <laughs> like he's like, What the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> oh yeah. like
6: Come on, this brother. is my brother?
2: <laughs> Yo, brother. Let's go, brother.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, so who does go to the captain with
2: Caracol?
1: Norhill would. I'm going
2: wherever this flask goes so no one else has to handle it.
0: So I guess you both go to the captain. What about Klika? Uh,
3: Klika kind of just wants some space from that flask. So Klika will go find and, uh kick oh. the click. Well, What about Anton?
4: He's going to start at the sunset. He's a little bit bothered right now. He's just like, he just killed a lot of people. <laughs> He's got so exactly
2: enough. zero devils. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I took care of the devil for you. It didn't kill any people. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like 80 that- people.
3: That's really We're no devils. Now.
4: He's very
0: conflicted by this.
3: Yeah, just just ruminate on why the Illuminator's gifts are completely useless against devils.
1: <laughs> and you know what? That's accurate. I checked. Light <laughs> well, clerics' domain spells are almost all fire based. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's
4: why. What, <laughs> what have I become?
3: You, yeah, you're meant to kill something, but it's certainly not
5: devils. Fairly. <laughs> Is is? hell
0: someday. yeah <laughs> um okay and so upon entering the captain's quarters uh with flask and toe the party uh minus clika and Anton and yakeloth and kick the click so i guess is it just norhill darzak and caracol okay yeah. so caracol marches in in a this is the first time this cast has ever been together and the last time i think this cast will ever be together This very interesting assortment of characters but uh you guys enter the the chamber here to go meet with the uh the captain of the guard and uh he seems to be very pale right now and you can see margay is sitting in the corner of the room in a chair with her head in her hands looking as well very pale and as you guys enter Kara calls, comes in gives a little salute to the captain uh, captain caldrow and he uh captain kind of you know nods back to him and turns back to margay and says i know you're certain that that's what you saw and she says i can't make that up all i know is that it was just killing them all, all of them. When people got in the way, it, it killed many of the Dale folk as well. And with that, the captain just kind of turned back and realized that Norhill and Jarzak standing there in the room as well. And he says, we're going to need some space. What is your business here? And Karakal chimes in and says, Jarzak is in possession of the one named Erlisle. And has him in a very strange artifact. We'd like to give this to the council and be recognized for our actions. And with that, the captain kind of looks at each and every one of you and gives a nod. And he says, fine. Leave it on my desk and we'll take care of it in the morning. I'm in the middle of something very important. And with that, Margay kind of gives a look over to Norhill and Jarzak and says, I think they may be ones who can help us. But I don't think they're going to believe what I saw. I don't think I believe what I saw. But he was holding his own head in his hands. And he had his sword at the ready. And he was cleaving through halflings. He was cleaving through through those metal beings. He couldn't be stopped. And that is where we're going to end it. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in, and if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at youngbrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons.